Jason and Amanda on the love line. How may we improve your love? <laughs> the love connection. Between two souls. Between two sheets. <laughs> we what? would not make it an evening <laughs> radio host. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, unconventional podcast number 18. This is not the love line, but I might be able to fix your love problems. Mm. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably nothing I can fix for you, but we are glad that you are here. How are you? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm doing all right. I can't complain. Um, we had snow here. Man, we had a lot of snow. Snow that stuck around for several days, which was kind of weird. <laughs> Do you know that it finally, there were some chunks around town that didn't melt until yesterday? Yesterday was Wednesday the 13th. But, like, big chunks that stuck around, like people that made snowman and stuff. Big chunks is actually my nickname from third grade. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, did I trigger you? (laughs) I feel triggered right now. I'm thinking about crying. But I'm not going to. So life is good. That's going to be, we're changing up the format just a little bit. The first segment today is life is good. What's good in the life of the unconventional family? Um, I've got three paint samples and shiplap in the back of my car. That is good because that means that we're one step closer to partially finishing our bathroom, which is pretty shady right now, which is why none of you have been invited over to the house because the bathroom is shady. The bathroom is um, <laughs> is the stuff of a, of a horror movie right now. <laughs> There's um, wire mesh hanging out from behind the tile. It will cut you. <laughs> um, part of the tub is white. Part of the tub is purple because it's been epoxied like 14 different times with purple epoxy. Yeah, yeah. And I can't get it off and it's just randomly chipping off. There, the floor is painted subfloor. We have a nice black cabinet with a beautiful countertop, and then we have an unfinished cabinet right next to it. Yep, and then the light is hanging by the cord <laughs> from the ceiling. The heater is hanging out of the wall. <laughs> they what, what are those Dearborn heaters? Well, that's not they? a Dearborn, but it, oh. it's the old-fashioned little gas heaters that used to be in the walls of some bathrooms. That yeah. thing's hanging out. We've got a medicine cabinet that's got like a pearl handle on it. It's it's gangster to say the least. Oh, and you have to open the cabinet door to turn the light on. Yes. Y'all, we but are living that, the night. I mean, at the end of the day, though, I can poop, I can brush my teeth, I can wash my hair. Oh, wait, but to brush your teeth, you have oh, to no. reach under no, no, the no, cabinet. No, no, no. no, no. no yes. You have to reach under the cabinet to pop the stopper because we have to leave the stopper down because Jason and I haven't found a good enough YouTube video, plumbing video, to figure out how to correctly put in this little S-pipe thing. Hear me out, dude. (laughs) Hear me out. (laughs) So it's just a straight pipe, and I didn't know this, but you can't just have a straight pipe. You've got to have you have to have a pee trap. You have to have a pee trap. To keep the nasty smell from coming up. Right. Well, we haven't quite figured that out yet. We've made at least, what, four trips to McCoy's, Home Depot, and Lowe's. I plead the fifth. And every time we go, we can't remember what size pipe we need or The anyways. point is, the point is. You have to keep the plug shut yes. and some water in the sink or the nasty the rotten greater, egg smell comes up. The greater point is this. We're about to be done with the ceiling. Yes. We can progress to the walls and then the shower tile. We're getting there. Stay, st- stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. On so. my IG, stay tuned. Because that's where all the progress is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not on Amanda's Instagram. We're not friends. Then, Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but you you honestly don't even know what's going on in our life if, you, if you're not following her Instagram. Yeah. Unless you're living it, like me. But Right. <laughs> And I make you follow my Instagram and watch my stories. That's right. They're pretty funny, actually. You put some good effort into it. So that's what's good in our life. I mean, there's more than that, but I want to just keep the keep the flow going today. Yeah. That's a great update. So, so. Um, 
Let's talk. Next next segment we're going to call Let's Talk, and that's where Amanda drops out a marriage conversation starter. Yes. And we have a little talk about it. So yeah, let's talk. What you got for me, Mama? Today's question or conversation starter is going to be, if you could go back to when we first started dating, what advice would you give yourself? What advice would I give myself? If I could go back to when we first started dating. Okay. I'm going to put myself in the position of 39-year-old Jason. 39-year-old Jason is going to tell 21-and-a-half-year-old Jason what to do. Run. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> um, no. Um, what advice would I give myself? I don't know how much that pertains to to our relationship, really. Um, other than to say this, this is, this is kind of deep, but it's true, so I'll say it. Yeah. Um, I would go back and tell myself, go ahead and trust her. Mm. Because it took me two years to figure out that you weren't going to bail out on me. Right. When I was young, I was 17. I know, and that's that was concerning. Yeah. Um, I like to say I was Amanda's high school sweetheart. She was my college sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how it worked. <laughs> yeah. But you were 17 years old, and I had pretty wise people in my life saying, listen, she's very young. Yes, she's pretty. Yes, she's kind. Yes, she's funny. But she's young. And so you never know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Son, you never yeah. know. Um, but I would go back and tell myself, just relax. You can trust her. Um, I would tell myself a lot of things that don't pertain to our relationship. Oh, God, yeah. But I won't, I won't go into that because that would be an enormous conversation. But that's what, I, that's what I would tell myself about our relationship. What about you? Uh, plan for your future. We were terrible future planners. We were, yeah. we worked hard. We were professional fun havers. And we had, I mean, <laughs> every night we made sure that the Davidson McCutcheon apartment was popping. Popping. <laughs> it was, it was whatever, whatever is fun. That's what we're doing. And we put zero effort into planning for a zero, future. Zero y'all. And so listen, young people, start planning early. What we, is that? Hold on. What is that saying? Prepare to fail. No. If but, you if you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. There you go. And oh. so we've had to we've had to spend years making up for our lack of preparation. I personally have not gotten to start grinding for my future until about three years ago. Yeah. At about 36 years old. And, and the reason being is because I had no plan, no vision until I was like, um, 30. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then right about the time I started to, you know, hustle to go get it. Boom. We're parents of two boys that we didn't biologically conceive. Yeah. So the next few years, we're just learning to live with the boys. Yeah. And how to, to be become a, a family. Um, then the next couple of years after that were total attack from their biological parents because they felt entitled um, just because they were the biological parents. It didn't matter that they had straight up lied about their kids. It didn't matter that they had abused their kids. It didn't matter that they um, were convicted of injury to a child or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, didn't matter any of that. Yeah. I'm entitled. Those are my offspring. Give them back. Yeah. And so we were in war. And obviously yeah. you do, you don't build during war. No, I don't build during war. I just fight. And I'm a pretty good fighter. That would be a good message for you to preach. Yeah. You can't build during war. Well, I'll put it this way. Steve Harvey said one time, when you're climbing the ladder of life, 
anytime you have to kick the person on the ladder next to you, you can't climb. Oh. Because it takes two feet to climb. You, you could hypothetically pull yourself up with your arms, but it would be very difficult. You better not have a big old booty. <laughs> <laughs> or a big old belly. Yeah. Don't know who has one of those. Hey, hello. Um, anyway, but the point being, after coming through that, now for the past three years, I've been able, we have been able to decently focus on how to build for the future. Yeah. Um, I believe we are in a building pattern that all in is probably five to 10 years of building and then 20 to 40 years of enjoying. Yeah. That's what we plan for. The Lord could have other plans. Um, we could all be called home tomorrow, what have you. Yeah. But I prepare like I'm going to live to 120. Yeah. Well, and T uh, I've just watched uh, a TD Jakes. He put it out. It was his first message of 2019, but he plans 10 years in advance. He always has his 10 year plan in front of him. Yeah. And he said, you know, I might not be here, but if I am, I want to be ready. Yeah. Well, what I'm so, saying is a little different than that, even though I totally agree with Bishop Jakes. What I'm saying is, is to get where this envisioned life is, will take us between five to 10 years to get there. Yes. Unless something miraculously just pops off and right. Um, yeah. Which it, we kind of hope and plan for. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, but, it, it, anything like that could happen, but um, I am 39 years old. I've been working pretty hard for three years. Um, I expect before I am 45 to step into a pretty comfortable existence where we aren't, we're in a position we want to be in and we can help other people and travel and do all the things that we want to do. And, you know, at 45 years old, if you, um, if you say, <laughs> you know, you kind of moving into senior citizen about 65, yeah, you know, there's 20 good years yeah. of uh, really enjoying what you've built. 20 years is a lot whenever it's good. you're an adult. It's, it's oh, good. Yeah. And then I'm not saying I'm going to quit enjoying life at 65 to 85. I mean, I plan on enjoying that too, just doing whatever I can to yeah. stay busy and, and give to others and raise other people up. But anyway, that's uh, yeah. that's good. That's a good conversation starter today. Do you have anything else on that subject? No, that's all I have. Okay. Well, the next segment is called Story Time. Now, we also have a segment following that called LOL. So Story Time isn't really necessarily funny right um today i am pressing amanda a little bit to elaborate on her ig story the other day post the other day and the unconventional family post the other day yeah called i fought like hell for this yeah tell everybody what that's about i'm gonna sit back and listen to you and just chime in yeah so i was driving home and i was by i was by myself why was i by myself the other night um, driving home. Did, I think it was dark, too. Did old boy ride with me? Oh, we did. Well, I think no, Oliver I was by was, myself, too. Yeah. That's when we picked that stuff up from your sister's house. Yes. My sister and her husband sold their house. And anyways, we got a couple of things from them. Um, so I was driving home, and I was just, I was listening to worship music. And um, I was listening to that song by Brian and Katie Torwalt. And it was, I think it's called Remember. And so just listening to it, I was going back and just kind of reminiscing and remembering like how unconventional family started. Like, how did we get to where we are now and everything that it took to get here? Because, and not that I have heard it expressed out loud. You can just kind of tell by some stuff that people say or kind of how they look at us or when people just kind of stop having interactions with us that they disapprove of who we are. Not, I mean, maybe as people, I, we are both, we have very strong personalities. You so more than, more than me, but we're, we're pretty opinionated. 
Um, we kind of do what we feel and know that God has told us to do, and we don't accept a lot of opinions. I don't accept any opinions that I that I don't ask for. Amen. They don't matter to me. Absolutely. Um, I really could give a rat's tail what people think. Like, that stuff doesn't bother me. It doesn't keep me up at night, people that don't like me. And so I was just sitting there thinking that, and I'm like, you know, how how did all of this come about? You know, what have we had to go through for the kids? And how did I get, like, able to be so bold in who I am as a wife, as a mother, and then now launching out to being a blogger, um, trying my hardest to get this Instagram thing down, which I'm up a couple of followers, which is super cool. And so I was just like, how did we get there? And I think it was the fight for that is what makes me not care so much because I know that through it all, this was the plan that God had for us. So like it or not, this is who we are. And I fought like hell for it. So your opinion doesn't matter. You you think there are people that don't approve? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Name them. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I mean, if this was Todd Chrisley's podcast, yeah. you'd probably name them. And I know people people <laughs> think that we're crazy. They're, like, we, we had a great you know, townhome on the golf course. But what a lot of people don't know then is financially that was hard for us. Yeah. Let me just, let me interject on that. It was. We built a house. My career was beginning to thrive at a at a good company. Um we had a cul-de-sac house, a story and a half, nearly 3000 square feet, nice vehicles just established our new family, um, new furniture, new TV, pretty much things moving the way I, you just gotten a real estate license. It is the, um, everything was moving the way I wanted it to be moving. And then we had to fight in the courtroom for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, as I briefly described in an earlier segment, because of the entitlement of what these people felt like they were entitled to instead of turning around. And in case some of you have ever wondered, no, I've never gotten a, Hey Jason, thank you. Right. Thank you for getting my kids out of foster care because I abused them. There was no, no Jason. There wasn't a conspiracy between our exes and CPS and Williamson County Sheriff's department and the, the, um, school. the school system and and every single family member around me that doesn't live on my one square block where all my family lives yeah no all of these people didn't conspire against me um thank you for stepping in guys thank you amanda thank you jason yeah how can we partner together and co-parent no it's never been that it's um how can i be against you at all cost i'll just say this because it's worth saying if you're thumbing through your Rolodex out there, my friends, and you're <laughs> and you're thinking, I need an enemy, mm -hmm. let me pick an enemy. Bro, when you see our name, just keep scrolling. Yeah. And I don't mean that to be arrogant, but I'm not a good enemy to have. And neither are you. There's there's a word, okay? It's called relentless. Um you know, I used to sit up at night when Oliver was a, um, a year and a half old. Yeah. And I would hold Oliver in my hand and I would pray to God that if it was his will that he wanted the children, if the biological parents were going to turn their life over to him and do what's right and surrender their lives, then, then I will part with him. I will part with these boys. But, Lord, if they're not... If you see fit, I would love for this to be my family. Yeah. I would love uh, to ask you to bless this and move this forward. And I would do this over and over and over again. And I could tell you details that would just make you shake your head. Um, no, no, 
biological family has never even come close to getting their crap together. No. Didn't even try, really. Yeah. And I wrote in that post, too, you were doing that when I, I had already made up my mind. Like, nope, this parenting thing is not for me. I'm not getting attached. I'm not doing it. I'm not going, you know, all in. And we were what? It was probably from like month one through four may, or maybe like the first six months. Uh-huh. And then I had made up my mind, you know, once they, once they go back, like we're not having kids, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And then, but you were praying this whole time. Yes. Let me keep this family. If this is what you want, God. Yes. And it eventually changed me. To where I I don't even I don't even remember how it happened. It's just like one day I woke up and I'm madly in love with this little baby and then this nine year old. And so <laughs> when I say and and I don't I used to I used to regret that I felt that way, but I don't anymore because it shows you the power that God. It shows who God is in a situation and how he can completely flip what's someone else's will. He changed my my will. Like my will was to so, let them go home and never have children. You you then you really think like that there when, when right, so when you say there are people that don't approve, you think there's people that don't approve of the fact that we have the boys? No, I think mm, I, I mean, except for them and their family. Not even really all their family, but I understand what you mean. Yeah, but no, I think just the way you and I go about things. We go about things so boldly, and we put those boys in front of just about everything, except for our relationship with God and our relationship with you and I. So I think there's some things that people look at and they say, well, I wouldn't do that. Like, for instance, a few examples. Um taking a lot of times Wyatt doesn't go because he goes with friends and like taking Oliver on our anniversary getaway vacations. Right. I know people sit back. Oh, I wouldn't take my kids. Yeah. Okay. Well, if they died one day unexpectedly, you'd have wished you had taken them. Right. Sorry to get so real, but that is what it is. No. And, and well, and then here's kind of how another, and I think the way we are, the way we are is, was it it was four years before we got the boys we lost two babies that's right and at the time we didn't understand why but i think it was so that we would appreciate them yes much more than we would have had we not known what loss of a child was like yes and so yes and and Wyatt is 17, so obviously he's like, I ain't going with you on an anniversary trip. Yeah. I know what those are for. And, and <laughs> some, some, other th- some other things, I think, like people like, um, well, I wouldn't move out to Bartlett, you know. But that's where this kid, that nothing has been made about him in his life. Right. Am I allowed to keep it real? Yeah. Okay. He has a very selfish biological mother. Right. This is our podcast. We can talk about what we want to. The world revolves around her. Right. His biological father, his whole life has been around what makes him feel good. Mm-hmm. On and off of drugs, etc. Okay? It is what it is. Nothing has been just about this kid. He says, I want to go play football. There's a coach over there that I love, and I want to play where you played ball. Let's make it happen. Let's just adjust what we're doing. And make it happen. So we've got to drive a little farther to go to church, or I got to drive fifteen extra minutes to go to work. Yeah, I'm willing to set aside conveniences to make him very happy. Yes, um, I think some other things that that people look at and say, well, I, you know, I, well, I just, I, you know, uh, you say yes a lot to, you know, they're, they're, you know, they get more than blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you don't really come down hard on them. First of all, you don't have any idea what kind of discipline I deal out. Yeah. Because I don't have to do it in front of you. And you shouldn't. And By you the don't. way, there's just, we'll just put in hashtag parent knowledge 
help or something. Wisdom. Wisdom. There we go. Hashtag parent wisdom. Um, yeah, don't make your discipline in front of others few and far between. There is also a court order in our situation where I'm not allowed to spank him. So if you've ever thought, boy, if that was my kid and he popped off, boy, I mean, well, no, you wouldn't. You could potentially go to jail over it. Yeah. So stop saying what you would do. Plus, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I got my boys acting tight and right better than a lot of you get them doing with your little butt whoopings you hand out. Yeah. Because it's a thing called commanding respect. I know that most people that listen to this podcast don't have those kind of feelings towards us. Oh, no, no, um, absolutely And so not. We, we know that. We're just expressing what we know some people don't approve of. Yeah. Um, well, and I have a... My quote at the end of this kind of ties into what I'm what I'm talking about. I just it I just was thinking about just kind of everything, like our big picture, and that and and really that post just kind of came about between Taylor and Bartlett, and I was like, yeah, you know what I think, and I'm not one to share like a lot of my heart and feelings and emotions and stuff as I get older and then being a mom has definitely made me a little bit more emotional, but, and I wish I was, I wish I was a little bit more of show my heart, wear my heart on my sleeve kind of person. Um, but I'm not, I'm, I'm more of a tough figure it out yourself, girlfriend, you know, like pick yourself up kind of person. Um, but just to kind of give people, this is why we are the way we are because of how much I've had to fight for this and nothing, no weird looks, nothing. Anybody says anything. I mean, and then people like that are quiet that you were like, man, I really thought that they would get behind this like unconventional thing. And then they're not, that's like those silent protests where they're like, eh, I don't really think you're going to be as big as you think you are whenever you know it's popular to follow you or to like you then we'll hop on board like those people oh well if i identify, if i identify that that's you then well never mind yeah i'm gonna leave that because that's very ugly what i was gonna say but here's what i'll tell you the reason i say yes a lot i say yes more than a lot of parents say yes first of all we have the means to say yes because we work hard right don't mean that to sound snotty right more than anything, the reason I say yes a lot is because more times than I'm going to talk about because I'll get upset, particularly, well, both of them, but particularly the little boy, Oliver, has been forced to go stay for extended periods of time at a place that he's uncomfortable, that he doesn't want to go, yeah, that it's not up to par of the life that he lives uh, when he was younger. He would throw himself down and cry or even one day locked us out of the house Yeah, because he didn't want to go. And, um, you know, you, you, you might think in your mind, well, you know, as a biological parent, they're going to want, it doesn't matter what they want. If you see that this is negatively affecting your child like that, a real parent would step up to the plate and say, listen, we're just going to take you to McDonald's. We're not going to make you stay three or four nights. But yeah. that's how my litmus test to tell you that I know. And it's quite possible that these rusty old nails might be listening to this at some point, trying to gain information. Maybe ain't no new information. I'm just telling you who you are. Right. So if you are listening, just let me tell you something. Um, he ain't never wanted to go do that. Neither one of them. That's yeah. why when... Every single one of them turns to a certain age. They get out of that house and don't look back. And you know it's true if you're listening. Yeah. Every single child that leaves that house leaves and don't come back. Yeah. As quickly as they can. Yeah. So I figure as many times as they have been forced to go do something they didn't want to do. If I can make, you know, we have them about, well, we have Wyatt 100% of the time. But with Oliver, we have him about, what, 70 of the time they have him about 30 percent uh maybe 80 20 80 20 yeah okay then the 80 percent i'm gonna make it so good that it's like 100 right lord i'm running <laughs> trying to make 100 yeah and and so 
the silent protests, the weird looks, the I wouldn't do it that way. Quite frankly, you don't know how you'd do it because you've never been put in that situation. And until you've walked a mile in our shoes, I won't take an inch of your advice. <laughs> and that, my friends, mm -hmm. is story time. There we go. Story time. <laughs> LOL. Give me something funny, Mama. Something funny happened to you today. Tell the people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hold on. I've got two because this was too funny yesterday and it cracked me up. We were playing um, Oliver, all, Oliver, Oliver, <laughs> Oliver and I were setting up Clue because you had gotten home and we were That's getting ready game. to play Clue. Yeah. Clue the game. And he flipped a card and it went like beside the sofa. And so he was bending over the sofa and he was like, oh, St. Helen, help me. And I was like, oh, St. Helen. I feel like this is a good time to point out that we are not Catholic. No, we are not. And so that's why it caught me off guard. And I'm like, okay, that must have been something like one of his YouTubers says. But anyways, today. So... I um you had Oliver, I'm by myself, and I was going to Lowe's because I'm getting some paint samples. And I went ahead and picked up the rest of the chip lap that we needed for the bathroom ceiling. And so it's only eight pieces. So I load them into the back of my car, but what I do is I slide them through the back window. I have an expedition. And so like the little Did you mean to say the back winder? Winder. The back okay. winder of back my window. expedition. I slid that Pine wood through oh, dear Lord, stop the it. window hole. <laughs> but so I just open the back glass and I slide the, they're eight foot pieces. And so they rest on the sides of the front Wait a minute, wait a minute, seats. wait a minute, wait a minute. You bought eight foot pieces? Yeah. That's not what I used last time. I used 10. You bought the wrong stuff. Don't tell me such. I'm telling you such right now. That's wrong. Yeah, gum it. Okay, you told me there's only one kind of chip lap? One Dude, type. I didn't mean lengths. Okay, there's like twenty pieces of shiplap wood on oh one aisle. Goodness. I think they're eight foot pieces, or maybe they're eight inch pieces. My word. I don't know. Anyways, okay, so I slide them through the back window, and they are resting up on the two front seats, the passenger seat, the driver seat. And I'm like, oh, they'll be good. You know, like there's four stacked on each side. They're fine. I pull out of Lowe's, go down. And I think I'm singing and not so much paying attention. And so I have to hit the brakes a little bit hard at the, the red light. When I do, shiplap comes flying like towards the front. <laughs> and so I just put my hand behind my head because I'm like, I'm about to die. Like, oh, shiplap. Joanna Gaines Wood is about to take me out. <laughs> that didn't sound right. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Easy, Chip. So, so anyways, that was my funny. Um, I didn't get taken out by the chip lap. I didn't hit the car in front of me. And I'm pretty sure the song that I was listening to was a great one because I got lost in it. So, there's your LOL. I like it. That's funny. Okay. Let's go with the Todd topic of the day. Oh, this is the one I was going to rap. Just give me a beat. T. Whoa. Oh. That sounds like D. a cheer. Ear, ear. I used to be a cheerleader. Well, that, that's not Do that's you not want rap. the topic of the day? Ear, ear. <laughs> I got a talk for you. Going it to is... work every single day, I got the topic, topic of the day. I don't know. That's yeah, really cheesy. Well, you're just so anyway, much better. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> what is the topic of the day, Mom? I'm ready to talk about it. Um, So it's like a two-part. It is 90s throwback slash what I miss about old America. Because it's kind of been brought up a few times. I know you I know you brought it up, um, I believe, on Facebook. And then someone, oh, I think you sent me a TikTok yep. about someone talking about yep. it. So, I mean, I don't want to just sit here and I don't want it to be political at all because, remember, we're banning that. I, and I, I, uh, we're 35 minutes into recording, so we'll just pop off some of the stuff that we miss, and then we've got some really cool, like, 90s things, like some music, some movies, and some toys that were, like, bomb.com back in the 90s. I have nothing written down about what I miss about old America, what I miss about the 90s. 
so this is all straight from the dome. I will, for the sake of my wife, stay apolitical. There you go. I miss seeing shotguns in the back of windows of trucks. Gun racks. Yeah. I miss things that weren't digital. Some things were just handwritten, typed, analog. I miss, in a way, waiting on a web page to load. No. <laughs> <laughs> I miss... Dozens of people being out in the front yard and front porches and visiting in the evenings when it's hot and the mosquitoes are out and the lightning bugs and people knowing their neighbors and learning their names and caring about each other and borrowing a cup of sugar or an egg. And, um, I miss drinking from a garden hose. Oh, that's some of the best water when it's like 107 outside. And, well, after you get the hot water to run through the hose, because you'll scald your, your whole mouth. You'll be blistered I, up. I, I miss when when Karen was just some cute chick with a bow in her hair. <laughs> and not some bitchin' neighbor griping about every single thing. I don't, you can leave it. Every single thing that goes on. Um, you know, I, I miss when women didn't have me. I speak to the manager haircuts. No, they have bouffants. I, I Look, I'm. I can't look. I'm. It is what it is. I'm not changing it. You did um, me a crap. <laughs> I miss loud colors instead of everything being fashion being strange and weird. Like, come on out, man. Just put on some parachute pants and <laughs> tie dye. Tie dye and just be who you are, bro. Oh, do you remember those jogger suits that were like asymmetrical? Yes. That were like yes. pink and yellow and green and. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I miss um, regular books instead of digital downloads, which I still I listen, guys. I in a lot of ways I'm still living like this. Yeah. America used to be a place where patriotism was celebrated. Yeah. By everybody. Yeah. Um, now there is a fairly large movement, <clears throat> somewhat political, but try to not make it too political. Okay. Um, largely among certain African-American people. If you're African-American and you're listening to this, um, hopefully you understand I'm not racist, but I am very racially insensitive. Yeah. In other words, my friends, I don't care about your feelings or what you think about what I think. Okay. There's this movement to not celebrate the 4th of July because that's a white man's holiday. Instead, we're going to celebrate Juneteenth only. Yeah. I applaud Juneteenth. Great day. Yeah. And everything that it stands for. But the freedoms that you're afforded today, though your ancestors were enslaved at one time, maybe. Maybe. Not all of yours were. Right. Maybe. Um, America enslaved people, but America set them free. Yeah. And black people didn't set black people free. White people, white Americans fought so that you could be free. And some of them that had previously owned black people. The 4th of July, patriotism, being that doesn't negate one's blackness. Yeah. Celebrating the 4th of July doesn't mean that you have a lack of respect for Juneteenth. In fact, I think one of the most disrespectful things to black people is Black History Month. What did you say? I think it's disrespectful to say, here you go, boy. Here's you a month. Yeah. How, how about how about we just year round teach on all American history? Yeah. Celebrate and, everybody. And, and include <laughs> black American history in June and October and December and Mexican American history. And Jamaican-American history, <laughs> Canadian-American, all of it. Yeah. We're going to have to move past this at some point. And growing up, I don't feel like in the 90s America was more racist. I feel like America is more racist today. I do, too. So I've, yeah. So one thing I miss was a look. I know that in, like, the 60s, the 50s, pretty racist place, Yeah. even in the 70s. But I feel like growing up um, it was a much calmer atmosphere. I, I miss... Politics being something that you can just agree to disagree on. 
and you didn't have to try to cancel somebody out because they disagreed with you. You see, if somebody gets a hold of what I just said um, about how there are certain black people that don't want to be patriotic and celebrate um, the 4th of July because, you know, it's a white man's thing. And that, that was, you know, 1776, they were enslaved, maybe, right. you know, all this. There are people that would get that um, and, and might even like contact uh, the podcast hosting and be like, we don't like what this person said or whatever. Yeah. Look, if you know me now and don't know me well enough to know that I'm going to say what I'm going to say, but I don't hate. Yeah. Then you don't know me well enough to even, why are you even listening? Yeah. Why bother to listen? Um, I, I miss when patriotism was, the, the, the flag was presented and people stood to their feet. Um, which, you know, there was this big thing about people kneeling for the flag. I won't kneel for the uh, for the anthem. Right. I won't. I won't kneel at that. But how many times, when the anthem is played, do some of your little misbehaving children make noise and play and mess around on an electronic? Yeah. Or you talk through. <laughs> or it. you talk, or you're ordering a beer over at the the ball game, and you don't stop and turn around and put your hand on your heart. So I find it a little disingenuous that all of a sudden you're so upset about someone kneeling. When you're very frivolous, many of you, yeah. with it. I, I miss, and I'm going to let you dive in in just a second. Yeah. I, I miss, um, go back to something I said. I miss things not being digital. Yeah. Like, I don't want to sign everything on a screen. Nope. I, I don't, you know, I, I, I miss um, mom and pop owned facilities where I could speak to the owner of the Western wear shop. Right. And it wasn't just like, a chain yeah. where, where I could go into, um, and this is why I like doing business at places like McCoy's. Yeah. This is why I like doing business, um, you know, with as many small businesses as I can or smaller businesses. Um, I miss the way of life that I grew up with. I had a pretty dang good existence when I was a kid. What about you, mom? Me too. Yeah. I remember we would put on our, rollerblades or our skates and we'd be out in the driveway and sidewalk talk and man I played outside so much I think my biggest thing about what I miss is just the core values yes like it was and it was I feel like America was very family oriented whenever I grew up like we would always do family get togethers and gatherings on Saturday and after church. 10 o'clock news. Yes. And you watch the 10 o'clock news. And then if you didn't watch, was it Letterman or Leno, you would just. Wait a minute. I miss when the news didn't give opinions. Yes. It was just facts of what had happened that day. Yes, absolutely. And, um, but then on Sundays after church, we never went out to eat afterwards. We didn't either. We would always go home and cook and like mom and dad would open the windows and we would do like some chores and have like a lunch or people would come over. We'd go to my grandparents' house or something. But, and here's, here's what I find, I think maybe disingenuous in people and maybe it's something that we should we should just stop doing. I, everything was closed on Sunday. Not everything. Most things were closed on Sundays. And yes. so people always say like, oh, you, you should be closed on Sunday. You should go to church. But if you stop are shopping things. and if you're going to restaurants afterwards, how would that ever happen? You know, like Chick-fil-A is doing fantastic and they are closed on Sunday. Here's the thing, Amanda. Most people live a catered to life. Yeah. And a very privileged life where everything revolves around them. Yeah. Well, they need to be open on Sunday because I'm not cooking on Sunday. Yeah. Woman. You don't cook Monday through Saturday either. So nothing anyway. (laughs) But like, I think. I think I just, it's the core values that we had. And I feel like 
you know, obviously you have your nut baskets who have no morals, have no values. But I feel like more people believed the same way. Like, believed yes. that just to be good, be kind. And we're losing that. And it is. It's turning into a very selfish world. Me and mine. And we've got it all figured out kind of mentality and I don't need nobody. Well, no, you might not, but like you said, like go to your neighbors and borrow milk or borrow eggs or borrow sugar. If like, if well, I don't, went not, why don't you just start by learning their names? Right. Yeah. So that's it. That's my, you know, my nineties reminisce. Well, I miss a lot of things about the nineties. Yeah. Um, and one of them is, Instead of going next to quotes, let's go to what you got. Because okay. one of the things I miss about the 90s and growing up okay. is movies and music. Now, I'm uh, only doing music, and I'm giving you five can't-miss musical artists of the 90s. Oh, artists. If, okay. if they play it, then it was a jam. Okay. Just five for me. Okay, I've got five songs, but then I have six movies. Why don't... Well, all right, so I'm going to start with... My five artists. Okay. And then go to your movies or what. Actually, give me your songs. My songs? Yeah, give me your, your songs. Go ahead. Wonderwall by Oasis. Oasis. Fantastic. Yes. Now, I mean, these aren't my top five necessarily, but these are just ones that I know everybody sure. will be like, I'm adding that to my playlist right now. Um, I don't want no scrub. Scrub is the guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the side. That song, like some of you need to listen to that today and remind yourself of the funky little 13, 14 year old attitude that you had back in the day when you were jamming this. And then you ended up with a scrub. Jam this song while you were putting his stuff on the front porch, will you please? Unless you're married, then you need to work it out. Maybe. Maybe. Ah, oh, this right here. No diggity. <laughs> Black Street. Black Street. <laughs> Our parents let us listen to this song when we were teenagers. Maybe that's what I miss is being able to listen to music and my parents not know what I was listening to. Was it now? Is it Barbie Girl? No, it's Pony by Genuine. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, back when I was working my way through college over at uh, the strip club, I used to perform. I'm just Shut kidding. <laughs> But now, just like, we can see everything that Wyatt uh, listens to because we're on the same iTunes accounts. Yep. Like, my parents didn't know. I had a whole bookcase full of CDs. They yep. didn't know which was which. Okay. And then I got to throw in a Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Man, <laughs> I like Will Smith. So those are my songs. You're welcome. Go add those to your playlist. <coughs> Find yourself a back road and jam. Here's five artists from the 90s that if they played it, it was good. You just can't miss. Can't miss artists of the 90s. Number one, okay. Matchbox 20. Uh, yeah. Hands down, one of the greatest. Number two, okay. Alanis Morissette. Oh, she's so good. So good. Number three. Do you know that I had a uh, blacklight poster of him? <laughs> blacklight. Black light posters. Absolutely. I kind of want to redo the master bedroom now. But anyways, I had a picture, a black light picture of him. Absolutely. Hanging above my bed. Along with like a poster of shrooms and a marijuana leaf and stuff I, like that. I <laughs> had um, a picture, a poster of Jennifer Love Hewitt and a poster of Tyra Banks in a bikini. <laughs> do, do you know what Mama Karen would do? If, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> if yeah, her yeah. kids... Had Tupac, shrooms, weed, a girl in a bikini, and then another girl with big old cleavages, breast scissors. <laughs> if she walked into her son's room, I'm gonna tell you what my mom she did. Get, she probably get the essence. What are those my, called? Essence? I don't know. My my mama incense, incense, not essence. <laughs> she'd get those out. She'd get the sage, the holy water, and the anointing oil. My my <laughs> mom walked in after I'd put those up, and. Uh, she said, uh, well, all right. <laughs> and uh, I said, they're fine, ain't they? She said, they're very lovely looking ladies. <laughs> I don't think you have a chance with them, though. 
going wrong. <laughs> no, I got a better looking one. <laughs> oh, anyway. Jesus. <laughs> um, Casey and JoJo. Oh. Oh, my life. Those are the greatest couple skate songs. I pray for someone like you. Do they still sing? Tell me it's real. The feeling that I feel. Do you I think don't know. They Probably. I mean, what are they just stop singing in 1998? Probably. And lastly, you can't mess with Garth Brooks. Come on. Mm. Oh, I didn't put no country songs on there. Ain't going down till the sun comes up. <gasps> friends in low places on there. But you got to go to Amazon Music to get Garth Brooks. I know. I'm an iTuneser. All right. So those are my five miss can't miss artists. If they play it, there's a 90% chance it's going to be a good song. Yeah, absolutely. And it's with the movies, Mama. All right. Here's a movie. Never Been Kissed. Drew Barrymore. Yes. Boom. Go watch it right now. I've never seen it. Shut the front door. Never seen it. We're watching it this weekend. Let's watch it tonight. It is past my bedtime. 10 Things I Hate About You. Fantastic movie. Heath Ledger and the chick that looks like Sarah. Julia. Julia. Who is that? Ju Julia Stiles, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sarah. Yeah, she looks like Sarah Morgan. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Julia Stiles? Runaway Bride. Yes. Hold on. Who's in that? Uh, Big Lips Girl. Um, I'm looking at her right now. Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Her, li her lips are weird to me. She fine, though. She is pretty. Here's another Julia Roberts. Pretty woman. Probably one of my favorites. Gotta be pretty woman. Pretty woman. Yeah. And pretty then, woman. Um, Walking down the street. I'm trying to get discovered. Pretty woman. The kind I like to me. Uh, <laughs> no? No. Okay. Parent Trap. The new one or the old no, one? No. This is from the 90s. You're with not? Lindsay Lohan. Okay, that's the new one. Shut up. There was one from the 70s. But it's cool. No. You want the one with Lindsay Lohan? From the 90s. That's Lindsay what Lohan. I thought was the original. Yeah, she was kind of a fox until she went off the deep end. Yeah. I think she might be back now. And then this was probably my favorite. I could probably almost... I feel like the kid, because I just said probably twice. Have you seen the kid on... I don't know. Somewhere else. She goes, probably, and then probably, <laughs> and then probably. I could probably <laughs> tell you every line to this movie. Father of the Bride. Never seen it. You know Brad, Brad Paisley's wife is one of the main characters in that. Kimberly awesome. Williams Paisley. Except awesome. they, she wasn't married then. Those are my movies. All right. You ready for your quotes and then I celebrate you? Yes. My quote is from the great Dolly Parton. Not the Dalai Lama. The Dolly Parton. If you see someone without a smile, give them one of yours. That's good, isn't that it? That is good. See someone without a smile, give them one of yours. Go ahead, Mom. What you got? You can't do that, though, if you're wearing a mask. So take it off. I'm tired of them. You, you want me to get started on that? Can I tell you something? I'm going back to story time. I noticed today, because I was in Walmart, and usually, like, I mean, I like to get in and out, but I'm okay to browse for a minute. But I noticed... Being in a mask almost makes me, like, anxious. Yes. And I just want to get in and get out. And because Oliver's not wearing one, because he's under the age of 10, so I don't make him wear one, it's totally normal for him. But I noticed myself today getting super aggravated with him over small stuff in there. And and then I figured it out once I went to the bathroom, because, y'all, I take my mask off the minute I walk into that bathroom. I'm like, mm-mm, I'm... I, I can't do it. And so I noticed that I was just like, ah, I was able to just breathe and chill. That mask makes me a mean mama in the store. That's why I don't hardly wear one. So, but anyways. But you're a rule follower. I, I am. I am a rule follower. I'm not. You ready for my quote? Yes. I was quiet, but I was not blind. Nice. Isn't that good? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I, I thought there was something. Oh, I, I have a couple of 90s things that I wanted. I just, just super quickly. These are 90s toys. Tell me if you remember these. I think most of them may have been girl toys. I'm just going to do like the fastest rundown. 
because I took the time to screenshot all sure. of these, so I want to do this. Go ahead. Light Bright. Love it. Tamagotchi? Never heard of it. It's that. They're like little pocket pets. Okay. And then Giga Pets. That was the pet one. What was the Tamagotchi? I don't know. Anyways, they were kind of like the same thing. A Furby? I've heard of them. Yeah, it's this little creature, and it's like... Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird, a little strange, but yeah. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. It's like a little little demon with batteries. Doodle bear. This is a girl thing. You could ride on this bear, put it in the washing machine, and it would come out clean, and you could ride on it again. It I was like, like it. a whiteboard in a bear. Polly Pocket. I've heard of that. Okay. I hope you haven't had one. Never. Okay. Yeah, you. it was your own little personal Barbie house that you could carry around with you. The Game of Perfection. Oliver would love this. We need to look at Amazon and try and find it. What about Clue? Did you have, did you what play What about this? Yahtzee? Yeah, we played those. Oh, a Skip It. Did yes, 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 yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I would love to get a Skip It. Let's get a Skip It. Let's get a Skip It. I love that thing. Remember, you you could get up to like yeah. the hundreds on it. Absolutely. Um, Magic Mitt. Okay, you remember the little flat... Things yep. that were like Velcro and then the tennis ball. Yep. Those were so cool. Silly Putty, like the original Silly Putty. Yes, you could actually put it on a newspaper and it would copy Yes. newspaper ink. You could do it with, um, did you ever do it with like the comic section? Yes. Oh, that's what I missed about the 90s, reading the newspaper. Newspaper. Yeah. Etch-a-Sketch. Yes. Easy Bake Oven. Sure. And last, I had a collection of these. Hogs. Oh, no, I had Pogs. Ooh, I miss Pogs. Yeah, that's another one. Beanie Babies. <laughs> Beanie, do you remember the people that had, like, a ridiculous collection yes, of those? Yes, they'd have, like, them hanging up in the net. In the My mom's friend, room. Nene? Yeah. She, uh, I think it was her, had, like, a stupid collection of Beanie Babies. And remember, you could get them in, like, McDonald's Happy Meals? Something, some kind of Happy Meal. But anyways. I like your toys. <laughs> So, yeah. I, All right. Well, so, it's time to celebrate you. Okay. Not you. I mean, I'll celebrate you if you want me to. Celebrate you. So the person we're going to celebrate today, um, maybe for story time one time, I'll talk about one of the first times I met this individual. <laughs> I'm sure she would love that. Because that's a really funny story. Um, but this person has been a friend of mine um, since somewhere around 2004-ish. Yeah. And a friend of yours since somewhere around... Birth. Maybe. Our daddies went to high school together. Yes. So I'm celebrating her today. Um, again, not an unconventional mom. Um, her and her husband have biological children. She does a great job with these kids. Very, very involved in what they do. Yeah. Um, a great mother. I salute her as a mother. Um, and, and he is as a father, but we're talking about her today. Yeah. Um, works on like the, the PTA board or whatever. I don't know. I at think the she's school. the treasurer for what, whatever it is. Dance. Yeah. Um, takes real good care of her family. That's not really why I'm celebrating her today. I'm celebrating her for two reasons. One, this is not a person that gives disapproving looks and shakes their head and keeps silent. Yeah. Um, we were not mad at each other. We just kind of parted ways for a while. Yeah. And when we came back together and she heard all of what we had been through with the boys, she was fighting mad. Yeah. Um, she was ready to do anything she could do and still will to support Amanda yeah. and our family. Um, when we took in um, Oliver's oldest biological brother for a little while because he was kicked out. Yeah. Um, he uh, needed to go to prom. And yeah. I, if I remember correctly, they bought his tuxedo. Yeah. They, yeah. They gave us money to help with tux and something like that. I think maybe dinner or something. something. I don't know. But what they, they, her and her husband instantly became co-signers on everything and that we are. were for. And still are. 
Oh, absolutely. And when we are together, like when we have nights together, go out to dinner together or hang out with each other, it is minus the drunk fest and stuff that we used to be. But it is exactly like it was back when we were in high school. Well, I guess you weren't in high school. I was in high school. But, and we just have so much fun together. We don't Uh, bicker. We don't argue. None of that. We just, we reminisce. And then, I don't know. We we can talk for. Embrace life. Hours upon hours. Very lighthearted. Yeah. And not get bored or tired with each other. Our kids love each other. But make no mistake about it. The reason I'm celebrating Cammie Fitzgerald today. Formerly Cammie Kelton. Love you, Cammie. (laughs) <laughs> the reason you're being celebrated today is because I get the sense not only are you a great mother and a great wife and just a great all-around person who doesn't maybe get a lot of recognition, but we, we recognize you and we celebrate you, is because I believe that if it was needed, uh, you would crash through a plate cra- glass window with a tomahawk in one hand to back up my wife yeah. and our kids and our family and I love believing that about certain people. And I believe yeah. that about you. And uh, you're just an all-around great person. And uh, we celebrate you today. Yeah. She's definitely been my ride or die. And like I said, we, we've we known each other since birth. Our dads went to the same high school together. They grew up together, um, at least through their high school years. And even though at times life has just happened... And we have gone, you know, months without even texting, which is horrible. I I mean, on my part, just not being a good friend. But we pick right back up where we left off. And it's like nothing changed. You know, we got a little bit older. The kids got a little bit older, but we're able to just pick it up. And definitely if I, if people had any list who my writer dies were, Cammie would definitely be on the top of that list. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. So would her husband be for me. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. No, he's pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, love, love yes, you guys. we love you. Thank you for all of your support for everything and just being dream co-signers. And this is not a celebrate you, but just a little thing here at the end. I want to ask everybody who listens to our podcast to please be praying for a friend of ours named Kim. Um, who just had a medical emergency. Um, He's a friend of our family. Yes. And we would like to ask you all to pray for Kim, please. She's an unconventional grandma. Absolutely. (laughs) And Kim, if you're listening, we're praying for you and we love you. Yes. And uh, you're going to be fine. God's got you. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Matter of fact, I'll just pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, bless Kim from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet. And heal her completely from head to toe. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And um, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. Well, I we, feel like we missed. Did we miss something? Or is it because we started a new... No, I don't think we missed anything, no. We did a new routine. The only thing we haven't done is tell them how many sleeps it's going to be. Five. Five. Five sleeps. Yeah. Because we're late. Hey, but... Uh, oh, oh, here it is. I think we have a word for the year. Some people do words. Yes, 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 yes. And I think we have a word. And you wrote it on our, well, you didn't write it, but you um, you lettered it on our letter board. And it's consistent. So even though we're a day late, we're still getting out in that week. And so I feel like that's consistency, right? Absolutely. Why are we a day late, by the way? I forgot why. Um, I had meetings and different things. No, our week is completely thrown off because we had the snow, snow day, day on Monday. Monday yeah. So Oliver didn't come home on Monday because y'all, this is so stupid, but whatever. Not going there. He doesn't come home until school actually goes back to school. Well, they got snow day on Monday. So he came, he didn't come home till Tuesday. And so days that he comes back, it's like recovery day, recovery day for him. And then we are like smitten again. Like we picked up a brand new baby from, from the hospital. So it's Oliver day there. And then Wednesday got church and teaching and meetings and stuff. And then tonight is Thursday. And yeah, I don't know. So it's Friday probably when you're hearing this. 
Yeah, because I'm not editing it tonight. Ain't happening. So anyways, oh, dude, I have got, you remember a couple of weeks ago I said that my goal was to not hit the snooze button? Yes, and you're not doing good at it. I, I, I can't. I don't, I think I'm going to need, I think I need an alarm clock to put across the room. You're going to have to put it over here. Yeah. The, oh, over here is across the room. Yeah. So I set my alarm for 6.30. I don't get out of bed until 7. I set four alarms, 6.30, 6.35, 6.40, And I just snooze them until 7 o'clock. How do you make yourself not do that? Is that putting, I mean, I just don't know that I can be like 6.30 in the morning. You can absolutely do it. Self, stop hitting snooze because I self-consciously do it. Like you, this listen morning. To, listen to me. You have to move your phone. You have to put it across the room because otherwise... You are allowing yourself to stay in your cocoon. Yeah, but I need my thunderstorm next to my head that is on my phone. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I need the noise. Then put it on a Bluetooth speaker. It'll die. Put it on a charger. Oh. Five sleeps. Five sleeps. See you later. This is Jason from the Love Line. I hope we were able to work out your... Love. Your kinks. Your your love tangles. <laughs> your love Entanglement. Tangles. Entanglement. Here, I'm going to give you all the love advice that you can handle. If you love her, say so. If she's ugly, set her free. If her breath stank, give her some Listerine. <laughs> if she can't cook, Live close to Denny's. And if she don't do laundry, don't have no babies because them stanky kids dirty them drawers. Your, your love voice. This is KGSR and Love Doc. Can't nobody do me like you, baby. We out! Five more sleeps. You know what that means. <laughs> Cause you're here to stay every night